Centuries ago, the Malian Emperor Mansa Musa sent his best and brightest scholars, explorers, warriors, and artisans across the great western ocean to discover new lands. They succeeded in ways no one could have imagined. Now, 3,000 years later, their descendants live and thrive on the planet of Vutoa, with plenty to learn and explore on their new home, and the Hapalox and the Landed threatening Vutoa from afar. The calls of adventure and discovery are stronger than ever. Join creative director Tanya DePass as Invicta, the High and Old Blade Keeper. DJ Knight as Akemba, the Musalian Bio-Priest. Michael Sinclair II as Eli, the Misajai Lightbringer. Christina Ariel as Sila 919, the Monsagene Bio-Priest. Gabe Hicks as Doring, the Salansi Packmaster and Eugenio Vargas as the storyteller, as they explore new planets, make new friends, and treat everyone they meet luxuriously. Welcome to The Motherlands. Welcome back, everybody, for the season four finale of Into the Motherlands. My name is Eugenio Vargas. I am DM Jazzy Hands, your storyteller for this evening. Uh, I can't believe we're already here. Uh, let's go around. We have so much to talk about uh, and so much to get through tonight, but let's start by going around and introducing all of our fantastic players and who they are playing this evening. And we're going to begin just to my right with DJ. Hi, it's me. I'm DJ. I play Akimba, a Musalian bio priest, and it is very good to, you know, be myself again because last week was rough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Our pronouns are he, him. You're awesome. It was rough to try to remember the specifics, man. Oh, oh, there's no offense. joke that you pulled on everyone, myself included. I mean, I wasn't the one who started it. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. <laughs> I just continued it as all. You're right. You're right. Uh, let's keep going around the circle. Gabe. Hi, I'm Gabe Hicks. I play Doring, your Salansi Packmaster. Uh, both of our pronouns are he, they. I don't know. I'm just... I'm just a member of the nightly crew, if you know what I'm going. So, like, uh, who's next? Yeah, Michael. Hello, my name is Michael Sinclair II. I go by Michael Critz everywhere. I play, oh, my gosh, I lie. <laughs> Yo, names are hard, right? Yeah. My brain. Yeah, my brain. It's, it's you know, the end of the year. You know, we're wrapping up. Brain's going 50, 11 different directions. Anyway, uh, I play I lie the Mr. Jai Lightbringer. Their pronouns are they, them. My pronouns are he, him. I'm here to get it popping. That's it. Tanya. Hey, I'm Tanya uh, Cypher Pierre. I play Invicta. You're our, oh my God, High Null Blade Keeper. Uh, both pronouns are she, her. That's it. Christina. Hi, I'm Christina Ariel, and I play Captain Silo 919. But right now, I have on this hooded jacket, so I'm more like Sithla nine one nine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I do. I got that one. Yeah, I got it. I got it. And she is a Monsagene bio priest. 
She is. She is. And once again, I'm Okenu. Uh, I use he him pronouns. Uh, and I'll be your storyteller this evening. We've made it to the end of yet another season. Uh, and we do have folks to thank for getting us here. Uh, of course, an enormous thank you to Logitech for creators uh, for supporting us. We have an amazing giveaway made possible by the folks over at Logitech. We are giving away a full Aurora connection uh, collection tonight. Uh, so if you are here with us live, keep an eye on chat. Mods will instruct you on how and when to enter. Uh, make sure that you are present when they draw the winners because they will reach out to you and you need to be here to confirm your presence uh, in order to get your prize. So thank you so much to the folks over at Logitech. Uh, they also provided the cast uh, with these new microphones from Blue Microphone, the Soma Collection, uh, and we're very grateful to them. Also, thank you to Die Hard Dice, making awesome dice since our very first days in the Motherlands. We do have some character sets that are being worked on. Of course, they've got beautiful stuff over there. You can go to dieharddice.com slash Vitoa slash V-U-T-O-A. Uh, to get a little discount off your order and help us out as well. Thank you so much to the folks at Die Hard. Uh, of course, we want to thank our friends at Voice Mod. Uh, I think we might be hearing at least from Major Rafia tonight at some point. So we may get a little Voice Mod action on the stream, but we're very grateful to them uh, for giving us access to their product. You can go to voicemod.net to check out uh, everything that Voice Mod has to offer. And of course, an enormous thank you to Twitch. We do, we have been using all season Twitch guest star uh, to connect to each other and to you all and twitch of course has made it possible for us to tell now this is our 42nd episode here in the motherlands uh, and we're so very grateful to them all right stuff has happened and i am going to uh i'm gonna start doing a season recap and then when we get to last week's episode michael if you or anyone else wants to hop in with last week's stuff please feel free but i'm gonna do a little overview of hmm. the season because uh, it feels right here to remember all that we've been through. So mm. we started this season uh, a little ways after the end of season three. The Hapalocks and the Landed are in orbit above Vatoa, having kind of a standoff. But the good news is they've mostly left the people of Vatoa alone. Of course, that wasn't to remain the case over the course of our story. The first thing that happened was Torch was contacted by some Batantu miners who had discovered a strange and confusing-looking device uh, as they were excavating some rooms for a new outpost that they were building. Uh, Torch sent the five of you, uh, four of our crew members from before, joined by a new crew member, Doring, who has a very specific set of skills that was asked to join you all. Uh, and you all went to investigate the Batantu tunnels while there some landed came down to the surface very unusual for the landed lately but they did come down to the surface and it seemed tried to get their hands on the same technology that you were sent to investigate you had to make some quick decisions and uh you did so resulting in that strange device opening a portal that you all stepped through and snapped shut behind you after handing some landed's asses to them, of course. You ended up far, far away from where you started in those Batantu tunnels, underneath, in fact, the Hyanol-founded city of Halin, several hundred kilometers away from where you started, instantaneously traveling all the way there. How strange and mysterious. There were things that you all looked at in terms of the surrounding area and you really weren't sure where the technology came from, how it came to be, or, or what any of this meant at that point. So you brought the device back to Torch, studied it some, and got some information. It's very old, it's very powerful, and it is very advanced. 
You also learned how to track it. You discovered that it powered itself from the ambient kinetic energy in the air around it. And so you were able to track places where the ambient temperature was ever so slightly lower, very specifically lower. And it seems that Torch was able to locate a second one of these devices somewhere in the mountains to the west of the Osalam Desert. And so that's where you headed next. You encountered some star skitters, eight-legged arachnid-type creatures with constellation, mesmerizing constellations on the underside of their thoraxes, uh, abdomens. I don't remember which piece is which on an arachnid. Doesn't matter, the big piece. You all went through a labyrinth underneath the mountains there in the Osalam and eventually figured out that you were also once again being chased by landed, once again seemingly summoned by this mysterious technology. But I want to say once again one more time. So once again, you beat the landed to the device that you were searching for here under the mountains, handed their asses to them again, though slightly less handily. They were a little more prepared this time and once again opened a portal seems like things are happening over and over to you all, and yet you get more information every time. This time, you were not transported hundreds of kilometers, but millions, tens of millions, maybe more kilometers away from where you started to an entirely unfamiliar planet in an entirely unfamiliar star system. There, you discovered all manner of new creatures and monsters that were very upsetting, from the not antelopes with their tentacular antenna, to the not bird that had the enormous membranous wings, the not skitters, which were sort of mammalian furry versions of our arachnid friends from Vatoa, and then of course the trampoline crab at the end just before you left. While you were there on this planet, you managed to find some sort of what seemed to be perhaps a research installation where you were able to gather some records, some data that you've downloaded but not yet uh, had an opportunity to really look deeply into. You got one strange message translated that seemed to think that seemed to indicate that whoever was here and built this station were researching the not star skitters and planning to send them somewhere, potentially with the device that you found there. What all of this means is yet to be determined because as you returned through the portal back to Vatoa after tussling with a giant trampoline crab, uh, a subterranean creature that has lots and lots of mouths on its back, it's fine. Uh, you returned to Vatoa only to receive a priority one red alert from Torch HQ, meaning, of course, that Torch headquarters was effectively under attack. You, I realize that I've moved into chapter into uh, episode nine now, so we can go back and you can fill in more details, Michael, as we go. But I'm gonna finish this off. You all hurried back to Torch Island, where Torch HQ, Torch Tower, is located, and saw that Torch Tower was on fire. You managed, uh, Eli, using some of their uh, piloting skills, managed to find a safe and secure place to set the transport down, uh, sort skirt, skirt, sort of towards the back of Torch Tower, uh, where it didn't look like there was much activity, and so you were able to come in mostly undetected. And that, I believe, is the long and the short of our season so far. Michael, you got anything to add, uh, particularly about last week, but really anything in general that you or anyone else wants to add to our recap? No, I do not. I'm I'm actually real grateful. It was great, great recap. You know, from one from from one recapper to another like, recapper, <laughs> you capped it. Oh, thanks. thanks. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Good. Uh, plenty of details that we left out, but that's for you all to go back and watch the VODs of the rest of the season. Uh, as Justin McElroy likes to say, if you all have decided to tune in now for the very first time, you made a wild choice, but I'm glad you're here. Um, <laughs> so we begin tonight with you all sort of at the back of, base of Torch Tower. Uh, we ended last week with flames being visible from some of the windows in Torch Tower. And just as we ended, uh, you all noticed that it seemed that the lights or the power were all off inside of the tower. Uh, and you saw the flashes and cracks of weapons fire from within. What are we doing? Uh, so we just landed. We haven't got out of the the thing yet. I I don't. I mean, if you all want to do something still inside the transport, that's fine. Uh, up to you all. Did we? Because you we landed. Is uh -huh. the is the is the landing bay open? Is do we see? So you had to. What you actually found back there was just sort of an open flat area where you could land. Uh, but there was no when you sort of approached uh, approached the. The tower, I don't know if you sent out uh, docking requests or if that was all sort of automated based on your approach, but you got no, you would have gotten no response from them and that any hangar doors or, or bay doors wouldn't have opened for you if you approached them. So right now you're outside of the tower, sort of on a flat area of lawn, for lack of a better way to say it, uh, where you were able to fit the transport and set down. Okay, so we're just out in like a landing area, LZ, if you will. Yeah, we're in a exactly. landing zone, but not in a bay or like something adjacent to one. Correct, correct. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, there, is a, there is an entrance to Tort, like a, a person door, yeah. right? To Torch, yeah. right near where you are. But no, you're not inside a hangar or anything. Okay, cool. Um, I will get up from the chair and just... Um, any game plans? Any, I, um, that's, do we charge in? Do we slow and steady? While we're sitting here talking, we could be killing people. Ah, charging in. Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna click the, the, open the, the lamp, the, the door. Yep, safer if uh, there is a method of egress from this transport right now. I will click it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, transport doors open up, uh, and you all can now hear. Uh, you can hear sort of the panicked yelling. Uh, you saw some folks, civilians and torch agents alike, uh, running from the tower, or anyway, away from the tower. Uh, and you can sort of hear their, their screams of fright right now from where you are. You can hear the flames up higher in the tower and the occasional crack of weapons fire uh i will do a flourish with my my staff and just yeah. then do a double tap on the on the on the ground and just yeah. look at everyone not say anything i'm just like that's like yeah. that's what i think i lie is ready what warriors what warriors are supposed to do i just hell yeah and invicta just looks at him like or looks at them move aside you're we don't have time for all this Oh, okay. Oh, uh, sure. Oh, I like. Sure, sure. Let's get moved to the side. <laughs> uh, now that you're back on Vito, you've also got better control over the the light and void side. So it was, you know, it was sparkly and not sparkly. Okay. It was very cool. <laughs> and Vic is All right. like, mm. I uh, yeah, I just chibi move out of the way. Like, <laughs> oops. Very good. Very good. 
All right. What are we doing? I'm going in. I don't know what they're doing. All right. You head up to the uh, the door. I, Invicta steps out of the transport and heads over to the door, uh, which does not open for you, Invicta. Oh, um, is it glass, metal? Uh, it's a metal door, and you can see, I mean, it's pretty obvious, because uh, there's usually, like, a little, uh, like, a light strip uh, where the sensor is to, to detect people approaching the door, and it does seem to be powered down. Mm. I'm guessing breaking down the door probably would not be wise. I'm not going to comment on its wisdom. I will comment on its difficulty, which is uh, high but not impossible. Do it anyways. <laughs> Can we just ram the transport into the door? Um, yeah, I can. Yeah, yes, I can. I can do that. I so, mean, the door's not opening. Okay. Uh, I will. Oh, 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 what? Do, do Do you want an idea for a potentially silent option? Sure. I look at Captain Silent Nine One Nine, who is like 80% electronic that connects to technology with lots of technology on her mm -hmm. head. You're oh, not Captain, wrong. Would you be able to potentially connect to the door system and then open it up for us? Please. I'd love to. Thank you. I would love to, she says. <laughs> Do I, am I going to need to roll for it yeah so because the power is out what you'll need to do is uh you'll need to make a roll can totally be a terminal or a, something like that kind of roll uh but you'll need to sort of get in there to the manual override section power it and then uh and then get it open but once you do that you'll be able to uh, do that much more easily in case you discover any other doors inside that are difficult to get through and you all do have your torch like I was gonna say permission slips, ID, right, whatever. <laughs> so it's not like you won't be recognized as, as agents once you're inside. Okay, perfect. I've got that. Um, I actually think I have something that I can do for this. Can you hear me? Hmm. Yeah. Can. Okay. Oh, then hi. Um. Sorry, I know that I have a skill that will directly help with this. Oh, uh, I did not. Uh, I do sort of remember, but oh, that's not the. Yep, I have. Um, Here we go. This wouldn't be a non sentient synthetic. With a touch, the bio priest introduces a harmful code to a target using the terminal skill. Ah, damage to the ignoring armor defense. Right, and then I have. When faced with a drone, robot, or, robot, or other non-sentient synthetic targets, the fixer can reprogram it to their control by making a, re, a repair roll against their target's rank. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, yes, you can definitely use that. I will say, since it's the torch security protocols, it's going to be a rank three. Okay. So let's do that, and then I will roll it. I'll also roll terminal. Okay. And then don't forget your, oh, well, if you're using a braids, I think we gave them a D6 utility. So make sure you add that on. Right, so D8, so seven, D6. 
four. That's two. And that's a three on the D4. Okay, so that is two successes of the three that you need. So what you'll be able to do is you will be able to open this door, but it's going to take a little bit of juice from you. It'll take one uh, either physical or mental stress if you want to push that because it, it was a rank three and you got two successes. Ooh, uh, mental. Is fine, yep. Okay, because I have that you know what actually or social in this case because you're trying to do this in front of your friends and crew members so i'll take any of the from any of the three categories all right we will go with social okay great uh yeah so you all watch uh as your captain sort of uh opens up the the manual override panel and gets the braids in there and it sort of takes nothing happens nothing happens and then there's a sort of visible jolt of electricity coursing through the braids and open the doors slide uh inside is dark you can see back here uh that you're sort of at the back entrance of uh just like the the general lobby area it is empty it is relatively quiet uh, it doesn't look like any of the fires uh have spread to this area and it is pretty dark none of the lights including the emergency lighting inside are currently on so we just peek around then see what happens or what do you want to do? What do you feel comfortable doing? I would like you to feel comfortable in this moment as a crew. Uh, I look at the three others because I am not the one for, for the smoke <laughs> or combat normally. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go see what's going on, what's causing all this, while we're just kind of standing around. Yeah. All right. And uh, blades out, ready to go. Sounds like a plan. Let's do it. All right. In you go. Uh, you can see, actually, that once you get inside, uh, you can tell that it's not that the power has been cut, because there are a few uh, emergency terminals that are flashing. It looks like the tower was put on lockdown uh, at some point since the attack began. Um, so that's sort of what's going on in here. The central uh, lobby area is completely empty. You can hear plenty of noise coming from the upper floors, however. Uh, you know that down on this level, uh, mostly there are uh, sort of the engineering bays uh, and other just sort of public areas. Uh, the middle floors are mostly research labs, uh, medical stations, and things like that. Uh, and uh, middle-ranking officer offices. And then, of course, uh, the top, the upper floors uh, are some of the ones that we've played most of our scenes uh, here in, which include sort of the command office where you often meet Major Rafia uh, and things like that. Where would you all like to check first? How many floors up is Rafia's office? Uh, so that office where you meet Rafia is kind of at the top of the tower, oh. uh, for sure. I will also, well, yeah, let's start with that. <laughs> well, because I'm guessing we probably shouldn't take the elevator or can't. Uh, you all would know that when lockdown is established in the tower, the elevators ain't working. Hmm. Well, who wants to climb some stairs? And we have, we don't know how... 
Major Fia is doing right now. Like, no, the only communication you've received was that automated message calling for the uh, Priority One Red Alert. You haven't heard from Rafia or any other individual at Torch uh, since you came, since you got back to the Toa. All right, so I think we should make definitely go and try to find Major Rafia, like check our office and hope for the best. All right. Sounds yeah. like a plan. Yeah. All right. Head head for the stairs. Oh boy. <laughs> Wait, I have wings. Why? Why are you funny? laughing? Uh, it's a very tall tower, and I live in a walk up in New York, so inflicting that on others kind of delights me. Wait, uh, is this like the Final Fantasy VII mission where you keep going up the stairs forever? I, I I'm gonna say yes because I uh, have not played that game, so I don't know. <laughs> ah, I have wings. I'm not walking. <laughs> what? Just, I like a good stairs slash uphill. I don't know. I'm weird, but like, uh, you know, I, I'm down I, for it. I do not know, but I believe you. <laughs> I okay, spent just months working on cruise ships and we were never allowed to take the, the lifts uh, or the, uh, the, the passenger lifts. Uh, and never, never did I get used to walking up them flights of stairs, but neither did the dancers. So it made me feel okay. Uh, all right. So you head to the nearest stairwell uh, and begin heading up. You get up about three yes go ahead Ila. sorry when we do enter the stairs i actually want to just like take yeah. a second to listen because stairs yeah. are like the most echoey things ever yeah so if there's if there's like a pin drop you can kind of hear it like a couple a couple dozen stairs down so i just want to yeah yeah absolutely so there's some stuff that you can absolutely hear when you walk in there uh you can tell that higher up uh you can hear people running you can hear people shouting uh you occasionally hear gunfire uh all of that is coming from above if you want anything more specific feel free to make an awareness roll uh something like that yeah totally good thanks okay yeah uh as you as you head up and get about three stories up uh i lie since you're you have mentioned that you're listening out uh you can hear about three stories up it sounds like coming from the other side of that floor's door uh you just hear hurried footsteps maybe two or three sets uh running away from this stairwell door hmm. um i mean i'll keep it in mind i don't know it sounds like they're going away from the stairs and not toward the stairs. Yes, definitely. Okay. As if if we get to that place without any incident, I'm just gonna peek mm -hmm. around. Like I don't know if there's like a door glass. Like a lot of the places, like even new places, have like a small little window for the door, just to like oh. kind of give it a little peek. Yeah, I, I sure. Just do a passing a passing peek if you will. Yeah, passing peek. You see, it's dark again, but you do see somebody running uh, down the corridor, again, directly away from this stairwell door. Mm -hmm. Hard to tell much about them other than that they're uh, bipedal person-shaped. <laughs> okay. That's just part of, like, the chaos. I'm, I'm not good. Just, yeah, okay. Just hang out with the crew, seeing what, if, we're, if we're still going our way up to, towards R R Rafia's office. Yeah, definitely. You head up some more and up and up and up and up and up uh and eventually once you're at about the 10th floor uh i will need uh two things uh the first thing that i'll need is everyone to do i think vigor is what i'm looking for here since this is a physical test uh vigor is your skill uh this is because you all are listen you all are well trained in good shape uh but there's a lot of stairs and you are 
maybe a third of the way up at this point. Uh, mm -hmm. So as bigger as your skill, pick your value uh, utility D4 and let me know how we do. do I as you are rolling, uh, go ahead. Um, oh, not sorry, not you, Invictus, since you're flying, you're fine. Okay, because I'm like, I have good vigor, but... I, if, I mean, if you want to carry somebody, I guess you could roll for that, but otherwise, no, you're good, you're flying. So if we don't have any points in vigor... Uh, you do get a D4. For skills, not for values, but for skills, you have at least a default uh, primary D4 in I, everything. I, I feel like me and Eli both love uphill <laughs> things, but okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a choice you made. <laughs> Uh, I think I saw Kemba got three successes. Yes. Oh, yes. All right. Man. This is uh, Kemba's. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Dorin got one, which at least for this third is enough. Uh, you guys got a way. Y'all got a way to go. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'm still getting Dorin looking. Together. You're still what? I'm still rolling over here. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Dorin looking a little more winded than a Kemba, but doing all right. Keeping up just fine. Eli, how'd we do? Uh, yeah, you know, the uh, Sinclair special. Uh, no successes. Sinclair, any ones? <laughs> uh, no, uh, no ones. No, no just, ones. Okay, great. So you. not a critical. Uh, so the next uh, physical thing, the next physical dice pool you make, uh, you will eliminate your lowest skill die from it uh, as you begin to get rather winded and tired from these stairs. Uh, but you take no stress. Uh, and you'll be all right at this point. Captain, how'd we do over there? Although you won't two get successes. winded, but three, I mean, two like a, two, ah, well, still, like a machine. Oh, well, uh, headed up the stairs, no problem. And of course, Invicta is uh, flying with her winged backpack. Uh, the other thing that happens as you get to the 10th floor uh, is that the door bursts open into the stairwell running through it uh is a person uh a actually a salonsi person uh who sees spots you all and just begins to yell and scream and is clutching something to their uh, like to their chest like it looks like a collection of like vials or something uh and just starts to scream and back up back through the door back into the 10th floor corridor Uh, well, it's a, yeah, I'm just going for it. For, for what, Doring? Going for the person. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, they probably scream louder. Let me give them a chance to. Uh, let's see. It's a finale. Is where we at? Heck yeah. Not a single success. Uh, the Sinclair special. So uh, yeah, they like sort of keep shout screaming and ah, no, 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 please, and just fall to the ground. Uh, and some of the uh, things that they are carrying begin to roll out, and they all have the label of like one of the medical research divisions on them. Uh, but other than that, you're not sure what they are. But they begin to sort of roll away, and this person like tries, starts trying to grab them, and then just drops them and and starts to try. And and crawl away from you, Dorin. I'm gonna do that like hand on mouth thing and the oh. um okay. Yeah, what you want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well that was a better roll, so they don't just pass out. Um so yeah, I mean I don't think 
honestly, they're no match for you in any way, shape, or form. So uh, no problem. You you grab them and shh, and they scream much louder for a moment, uh, mm -hmm. and then sort of see the wisdom in obeying you, and also then notice your outfit and whatever even small torch insignia you may have upon yeah, he's, it. He's got like a badge or something. Yeah, and so it finally begins, like the reality of this situation not being as terrible as they imagined begins to dawn on them uh, and mm -hmm. they sort of calm down mm -hmm. and stop screaming. They mm -hmm. do not try and pull away from you, yeah. however. We don't know what's happening right now. We would like to be enlightened. I'm going to move my hand Please don't scream again, because if something's going wrong and you're loud, assumedly people will know that we're still around and that's maybe bad, right? Okay, thank you. Now take my hand off. I am so sorry. Mm -hmm. You all are Torch. Yes. Why are you still here? We got a signal and have no idea what's happening. Oh, you're field agents. Correct. Yes. And they, they finally take you all in and see, like, your equipment and outfits, like, fully for the first time. And, oh, yeah, I, I guess that's um not entirely not obvious. Um, We're on lockdown. All non-field personnel were supposed to have evacuated a while ago. There was uh, intruders. They They just, they were just suddenly here. Uh, what? I, I don't I don't really know. Uh, there was an intruder alert that came from the upper levels, uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, armed people. I, I I think it was those those landed folks just started filtering down through all of the floors uh, and looking for something or someone. I I don't, I don't know. The tower was put on lockdown and non-field personnel was told to evacuate immediately. Have then you heard from Major Rafia? No, uh, I haven't heard from any of the command since the lockdown began. Uh, some of them probably were leading part of the evacuation, but but honestly, I, I, I don't know. I was just trying to... And, they sort of hold up some of the the vials that they have. We've been we've been working on some well, actually, some things for agents like yourselves. Uh, and I just couldn't let all of this research go to waste. So I was trying to gather as much of it as as much of it as was that the dog? Yeah, you yeah. snore sometimes. That scared them. <laughs> what on earth is happening? Yeah. Oh, I was like, somebody okay. needs to eat before we go live. <laughs> all right, that's all right. We need we need a little break. Take a breath. Here we go. Um, and I I just was trying to to gather all of this and get out, but then I I got cornered by some of the the landed and and they sort of look around, uh, making sure that they're nowhere nearby. Um, what is it that you have? Uh, they sort of look at you all uh, and say, oh. Well, um, actually, if you uh, don't mind me saying, you might be very interested in this right now. And you can sort of tell they're like eyeing your various wounds and injuries and like tired faces. Uh, and they hold up these things and they say, um, they're still very much in the experimental phase, uh, but these are um, 
sort of um, uh, medicinal and stimulant uh, concoctions uh, that we were hoping to stabilize uh, in order to give our, our field agents in emergency situations when they really need a little uh, pick-me-up or to, to get a little further. Uh, right now, uh, yeah? Uh, I, will, I, will, I will take one. I'm... Uh, they start to hand one to you, and then they're sort of like, uh, just so you know, um, the side effects across the board are pretty rough. Uh, you will feel bad tomorrow. Uh, and then also, we haven't fully stabilized the formula, so sometimes they work better than others, let's say. I don't, I, we haven't really even started sentient, we have, we haven't, we just haven't tested, uh, I mean, listen, yeah. I, I'm not going to deny you because uh, shit's sort of popping off, as they say. I look bad now, so I would like something. Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't think you look that bad. I mean, if you... Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and they'll hand you uh, one of them. Not one the of, time. One of, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> You're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. Yep. No. Mm -hmm. I just grab. Uh, I'll grab. Yeah. Uh, and it's sort of in like a little... Uh, like a little... Well, you know what? Let's not do that. And let's say it's, uh, it is uh, ingestible. That way we don't have to talk about any other forms. Uh, yeah. I'm not taking it now. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, they, after they hand it to you, uh, they sort of look to the rest of you and say, I mean, uh, I don't recommend it, but I have, I suppose, if I'm going to lose some of our, uh, some of our test vials anyway it might as well be uh, to agents if you if you want them again i don't super recommend it but up up to you why don't you recommend it well like i said you'll feel real terrible tomorrow and sometimes uh you might feel real terrible uh now hmm. listen i say we keep going it takes one Okay, yeah. They'll happily hand, well, no, maybe not happily, but they will hand any of you who want one uh, a vial. I'm not going to take it because we have a Kemba. Why would I take that when we have a vial priest? I mean, I feel like a Kemba would be able to figure out what it does after using it to try to memorize how to do that without the vial next time. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, that's certainly... Uh, yeah, there are... Well, anyway, that's all a lot of information. This is all happening very fast. But yes, that makes sense to me as well. Shall we? Say again. I, I think they said, shall we? <laughs> I believe we shall. And then with that, I... we drink it. Oh, yeah. Oh. Bottoms up. Uh, I, I, yep, I'll, I'll pop bottle sweat at, at the same yeah. time. Heck yeah. Uh, all right. So I would like, please... Um, I would actually take Vigor again for this one. Perfect. Uh, yeah. And then you pick your value Great. and your utility D4. I'm just going to die. <laughs> Listen, you already did your Sinclair special for tonight. You, you've got no more. There's a reason why it's a special, okay? <laughs> It's like it's like one of those like generic television channels where it says the special is every night. What are you talking about? Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it as you drink it, it tastes like 
Well, I'll put it in terms that we as Earth humans in 2022 might uh, better understand. It tastes like like Everclear mixed with Fireball whiskey mixed with like Red Bull. It is both sweet and spicy and very sharp. And, uh, and it's not. Yeah, it sounds good I would me. drink and, exactly that. Yeah, like, I would drink that. Yeah. Give it okay. to me right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and two successes. Two for uh, Ikemba and hey, see, one for Eli. Um, so you both, first of all, can definitely tell that you're gonna feel like shit tomorrow, but that is Great. a problem for tomorrow. Uh, right now, however, Eli, uh, you feel a little wobbly at first, uh, sure. but actually you, uh, you manage to steady yourself and are fine. Ikemba, uh, you take it and, and, uh, you like it a little bit, I think. Uh, both of you can recover all of your stress from all three categories. So this is a silly question. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is our stress low or is our stress normally our max? Your normal is at your max now. All right, cool. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That face, Tony. I like that he asked. (laughs) (laughs) Buddy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Uh, that you asked because, like, I don't know. I just love when people ask, like, by the way, like, how good are we right now? Because like whenever I ask that, it's like because I'm about to make some choices, so I need to know like how, <laughs> how, how much danger. Yeah. <laughs> when you reset the stress, it's like, am I putting this back to a high number or a low number? That's important. Moving yep. through. Yeah. And also, yep. uh, can I use my diagnostic scanner on myself? Oh, interesting. To figure this out. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Perfect. Put a pool together. Let's see what you can figure out in in the spur of the moment. Obviously, like. If you're that interested in it, and if Torch survives, uh, you can certainly, like, look in on the research for this thing. But let's see what you learn right in this moment about it. I like that. All right, cool. Two successes. Um, Yeah, okay. So what you can tell is that there is definitely some, like, medical properties to it, right? It It is, in fact, like... Uh, fixing some broken things, right? Um, But the majority of it seems to be just sort of like stimulant to get you past things for now. Uh, But you can tell why this researcher was hesitant because the balance of those two is not where anyone would want it to be. It is 90 some odd percent stimulant and less than 10% actual healing, right? So when this, when you come down from this, which this person seems to think will be sometime like hours from now, so that's a plus, uh, it's all gonna come crashing back. Uh, but I you could, uh, go ahead, reverse yeah, yeah. the negative effects of it on myself. I feel like getting the, that that's the whole point of getting the understanding of how yeah. it works so it like like preemptively yeah wiping that hangover out maybe yeah so i don't know that you can do it preemptively because that would be negating the stimulant right now right okay. but what i think you do have an understanding to be able to do is tomorrow when you feel like poop you probably now have a better understanding of how to then neutralize that problem and that actually like i said assuming torch survives that's valuable information for the research and development of this whatever it is right um, and you know like there are not a ton of biopriests in research here at torch like most of the biopriest agents are out as field agents because that's a much more 
immediate use of y'all's abilities. Uh, so this sort of insight, like it doesn't surprise you that they haven't seen this, but you could you could really help them out. I passed that on the ally since I also had it, and it's like they more more stimulant it seems than required. Come to tomorrow. I cannot do that. I do feel the stimulant part, and I, I appreciate. Mm -hmm. um, yes, that. And the camera just started bouncing around a little bit. Very grateful. Yes. We have. To, we, mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're, this was, we, we need to move on, right? Uh, yes. uh, I'm, just, I'm just like looking at everyone really quickly, yeah. like way too fast. I'm like looking <laughs> that, at each person way too fast. Yeah, that one success has made you a little twitchy and a little hungry, Eyeline. Uh. <laughs> I'm concerned because we went through this once with, with, with at least with um, Ikemba. <laughs> Yeah, slightly different situation. I do remember the dancing. Similar effects, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, I'm remembering it all very clearly right now. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the researcher, the person who's there that handed you these things, like, is very clearly, like, is watching the two of you very intently. How do you feel? How are we feeling? Are we okay? Do you feel we better? We just need to go. I don't... Why did you... I'm just info dumps right after... Uh, I says that the camera just I'm feeling very excited, excitable. I can see that you put more stimulant than required. Uh, by tomorrow, we'll be able to figure out um, the ways to bring it down. Uh, I, I would decrease the stimulant by probably 40 percent. You can I'm gonna go find Rafika. I'm just I'm just gonna like, no, like they can go. <laughs> and the camera's just like, no, 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 go. I'm, I'm going to pass this information on and then, yeah. and then we go. Oh my they god, are taking it's, all the notes. Chat. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, they're taking all the notes. Chat. They no, I mean this is Twitch chat. They yeah. will definitely ask you questions. Uh, I, whether or not you want to answer them, Akemba, but they are into this. You know, if we reduce the stimulant, though, how do we not reduce the efficacy of the? You know, the whole point is that it's really got to push you past a certain level. So in the, uh, uh, uh. you can deal with the pushing without the uh, heart palpitations. Uh, this is going to push heart rates way too high. So if you want to do something else, probably something midline with a little bit of um, oh. maybe plasma. Uh, we yes, were... a binder maybe. Uh, and ah, maybe I'll drink it next time. Maybe it make it make a shot. That's a idea. We were so busy trying to really make sure that it was immediate and and highly effective. It didn't really seem. But that's an excellent. Just, I mean, they are having a full conversation at this point. And, and we would love to continue this, but we yes. must go find the major. I have more information right. for you if Torch survives. Goodbye. And then Akima just immediately walks off. So that seemed like it's time to go. You all watch this poor person just be like terrified of you and then worried for your safety as you drink the things and then very excited by this info dump. And then once again, back to terrified. We've come full circle as you say the phrase, if Torch survives. Um, uh, question, since we are yes. now inside Torch headquarters. Yeah. Can any of us use communication devices and just call Rafia? Uh, you can certainly try, yeah. I mean, your comm systems are back up at this point. Uh, you haven't heard any chatter on any of the main channels, but the system is up. Uh, then I will try to uh, phone home, as it were. <laughs> Great. Uh, as you were doing that, as you're getting set to set up, this this person gathers up the remains of their, their remaining, uh, excuse me, vials uh, of this concoction and starts heading for the stairwell door and just sort of says, um, was there, did you pass anybody on the way up? Am I good to go down? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Great. Thank you. Uh, and heads downstairs, and you can hear them running down the stairs. Um, Invicta, uh, you, what are you saying, doing? Um, I'm pulling up my my comm device, and if I need mm -hmm. to do a pool, I'm doing one right now. 
Uh, no, no pool for it. Who are you? Who are you trying to contact somebody specifically? Or are you doing sort of an all call to one of the main channels? What's uh, the... I'm trying to first contact Rafia specifically, and then if I get no answer from her, mm-hmm. then I will uh, put out an all call to any agents in the building. Okay, great. Uh, so you uh, you try to connect to. Uh, any of uh, Rafia's sort of direct lines, as it were, direct channels, um, either to her office or just to her directly, and you get no response from either of those channels. Um, you can go to uh, the uh, to like sort of an all broadcast channel uh, and send out a message. And what are you saying on that channel? Any field agent in the building, respond. This is Agent Invicta. Uh, there is a brief pause, and then you get uh, a response back. Uh, sorry, I've lost names here. That's okay. This is Agent Sen, Agent Invicta. We are meant to be on calm silence. What is your position? Third floor hallway. Tenth floor. Sure. <laughs> Look. We just ran into a very scared scientist. One of ours? Yes, he's running away now. He got Don't beat. tell me his position. We don't okay. want them to hear. All right, where are you? We're up on the 50, sorry, on the 20th floor. I don't know where we are either. It's all the lot. We're up on the 20th floor trying to secure some of the medical facilities here. We haven't heard from command in hours. So no one's heard from Rafia? Not that I'm aware of. All right, I'm cutting comms. Know that we're in the building, but that's all. Be careful. They are well-armed and they are organized. So are we. All right. And I'm assuming everyone could hear that exchange. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I look at Doring. We're the one with guns. We're going upstairs, right? Yeah. That's where you've been going so far. It sounds like you were headed for the command offices, which are on the top floor, the 30th floor. 30th-ish. Okay. Is there a basement? Mm-hmm. A lot of the engineering bays and then a lot of the hangars are down in the basement and sub-basements. Okay. Um, Doring is going to... Doring's actually going to... Uh, after saying that, Doring's going to send out a calm... And say, um, call sign Spectre. We are coming to retrieve you in the basement hangar immediately. Prepare the doors. And then hang up. The point of him doing that is trying to lie to people that are listening. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. They're going down while we're going up if possible. I like it very much. Um, you, uh, so there's no response for a moment, and then uh, a calm signal, which at a glance looks like it's coming from the basement, uh, says, this is Spectre, acknowledged. We'll look forward to seeing you down here. Uh, for what it's worth, Doring, you would know there is n- no such thing as a designation yep. specter in Torch. So. Cool. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what I thought. Yeah. Hell no to that. He'll pass that on verbally, not across comms, and then it's like, we should <laughs> get going. 
<laughs> I, I, I kicked the door down to the stairwell again because I was too <laughs> amped. Like I'm just ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, if the, oh, I want it to open in so you just kick and it doesn't go anywhere. But anyway, sure. uh, yeah. <laughs> and then you just, or they just fall back on the ground. <laughs> um, uh, I love it. All right, so uh, heading up. Sure. All right. Uh, up you head, the higher up you get, uh, the louder the sounds of gunfire uh, and and booted feet uh, get uh, until you get to a point where you can you see fires now on some of these upper levels through the little viewing windows in the in the different doors of the staircase. Uh, you occasionally see people running by, you see flashes of, of weapons fire. Uh, are you is there anything that would that would keep you all? Uh, or that would stop you all, have you investigating lower floors, or we re- we're heading for uh, command offices up top, yeah? Command. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. Um, I will need one more in that case. Uh, vigor pool from everyone but Invicta, yes. Do I get extra vigor because the liquor? Yeah, you know what? I think we'll cancel the wild. <laughs> Who are <I> you? <laughs> what do you mean? Do I get extra vigor because of liquor? I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm I'm stealing that out of principle. Uh huh. Uh, I think what we'll do for you, uh, uh, Eli, is we'll cancel that uh, that penalty that you got for failing the last one, Uh, and so you will roll your vigor normally. And Kemba, you can increase your utility die to a D8 for this one. For this one situation. Uh, yeah, right now for this for this uh, running up the stairs moment, there may be other moments where that also happens. Uh, but this is the can you climb fifteen flights of stairs and not uh, immediately feel the effects? Oh, great! So my utility dies a d eight, and I just roll the rest of the stuff like I normally would, except yep. for vigor. vigor and yep, vigor and whatever uh, whatever value. How we doing? One, two, yeah. one for Eli, two for Doring. Uh, I lied, that will be okay for you since you reset yourself. Uh, mm. <laughs> Kemba is taking them two at a time still. Uh, and Captain, how'd we do? That is... Four on a D4. Heck yeah, that's one. So four on a D6. Hey, that's two. And that's a four on a D8. Hell yeah, you and Akemba are taking them two and three at a time as y'all head up. Uh, take them to church. Take them to church. And Invicta continues to fly. Um, you make it, uh, you reach a point somewhere in the middle 20s of floors uh, where the sound begins to die down again. You hear fewer yells and fewer uh, running footfalls, uh, less weapons fire uh, as you pass the middle 20s and the upper 20s and get into the 30s. And eventually you reach the floor on which the command offices are and you hear nothing coming from back there. Hmm. I like how all of us are like, well. Yeah, yeah. Is, the, is the door door open or closed? Have we gone into it yet? I uh, I assume not. Uh, the stairwell door is is closed, but otherwise it looks like all the other stairwell doors. You all tell I, me. I go to kick it, but I stop, and I'm like, mm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna look at everyone, and then stop myself, and, and and maybe gesture at grabbing the door handle and looking at everyone to like, we should 
probably go. Yep. And then I'll just crack it open and, and swing the door. Yeah. Swings open onto a dark and silent uh, corridor outside sort of the command Silo office. Silent what? Silent. There's just Silas everywhere. Silent 918, Silent 917, they're everywhere. No. Not ready. Um, plot twist. Plot twist. Um, I've been a fake Silent the whole time. Silent 920. Uh, the world Silent is not ready. 920? Get it? Because she's a twin, so 920. Uh, there it is. Pain. Faster on the draw than me. I love it. <laughs> Did you say pain? I like it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, totally uh silent and dark uh you know that this floor is basically just uh split almost in half uh two different command offices the one that rafia usually uses and another one that you all haven't had reason to spend much time in uh and you don't hear anything uh at least not off the bat if anybody wants to listen harder you can let me know or do any other sort of investigation but that's where you are out in the corridor between the two offices um so rando weird question mm. since i'm already using my wings can i basically use them and crawl along the ceiling oh interesting like so like i think you could ceiling but then kind of crawl yeah so i think you could use them to get to the ceiling and then it would be upon your physical strength to crawl along it uh but it's definitely possible yeah sure we'll make this mission impossible <laughs> all right yeah uh, i don't need to, i don't need a pool from you yet because to get up there and hang on i mean you are a you're a blade keeper you're physically fit uh you can certainly hang on and begin to move we'll see how long you end up wanting to stay up there there may be pools uh in a bit but at least right now you can get up there no problem all right i've got good vigor so great that's what it'll be probably so that'll serve you well all right so invictus sort of takes off flaps once or twice and grabs on uh to to the ceiling uh, and hangs out up there. How about the rest of you? I'm going to make my way back to the top. To, to the top of what? Like at the top of the stairs. Like we're there now, yeah? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I want to make my way through at the top of the stairs. Oh, I got you into the hallway. Yeah, you all are in, in that command hallway now at this point. Uh, all right, I... are there, oh, sorry. No, you're good. Go ahead. Like what rooms do we see? Is it like a kind of like a Scooby Doo hall of rooms? Yeah, kind of, except there's really only two doors. There's only two offices up here. The one on the left is the one Rafia usually uses, and then the one on the right is some other sort of high-ranking official's office that you all don't interface with very much. Uh, so big, long corridor because they're. I mean, they, they, they these two offices take up basically the whole floor, and about midway down the corridor, a door on the left and a door on the right. Tyla looks at Eli and says. I truly never realized how baller her office was. <laughs> it's truly baller. Yes, it's fantastic. Baller indeed. And so she's going to make her way down and try to... Is the door still open or am I going to need to like get into it? The door to the office? Uh, mm -hmm. So as you approach it, you actually see that this door seems to be online. Uh, I will say that you notice that before you get to a place where it would detect you and open for you, uh, though you can certainly keep going. Uh, but you would notice that that the door on the left, Rafia's door in particular, uh, appears to be online. Okay. Should I looks at Invicta and just says, 
Should I try it? Do I need to knock in a situation like this? <laughs> is, is Doring saying no to open the door? No, I think <laughs> saying no to knocking. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just kind of, I just look at her. Just open it gently. I mean, it's an automatic door, but yeah. Also, why is this looking like every boss fight in like a, a sci-fi game where like everything is shut down? The only thing that's on and green is the boss door. It's just like in some potions well, beforehand. It's blue, so mm, okay. there. Look, I've been playing Crisis Core. I know what this is. Mm-hmm. All right, if you all are ready, I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. So, Sila, you walk up to the door, uh, and it uh, detects you and opens. And inside, you see the familiar office. Some of Rafia's things are in display cases around the room. Uh, some uh, some of her sort of uh, mementos from her years as a field agent. Her desk, the chairs in front of it. You see no sign of Major Rafia, but behind her desk you do see someone, uh, a suited up bipedal person standing back there, very clearly wearing a uniform of the landed. And as you walk in, they are slightly bent over uh, the terminal behind the desk or on the desk, and they straighten up and look to the door. Um, have you seen Major Rafia? Major, no? Major Rafia is indisposed. Akimba pulls his blade out. Now, there's no need for that. I assumed someone would make their way up here eventually, and I am prepared to discuss terms. I click my staff. I see. I see. We have given you little reason to trust us to this point. Maybe this will help. Uh, And they make a show of doing something on their uh, forearm cuff, just like all of the other landed you've seen. Uh, And you can hear them clicking into uh, communications channels that you all can hear. uh, and, uh, And they actually manage to click into the sort of PA system of the tower. uh, And they say over the tower PA system, all troops stand down and await further orders. I repeat, all troops stand down and await further orders. There now. No one else need be hurt. Nothing else need be destroyed. I'm very happy to meet all of you. And I'm very happy in particular to meet you. And as they turn and sort of look towards you, Ikemba, they reach up and uh, unhook their helmet and pull it off. And underneath is what looks for all the world like it could very well be a Musalian woman, uh, but much fairer of skin than most Musalians that you know. Uh, Still sort of uh, brownish skin, dark hair, dark eyes. 
a few things make it noticeable that that perhaps she is not uh, perhaps she is not quite Musalian. Uh, but she says, when we found this planet, we never expected to find, well, y you all. So you would pillage it nonetheless. Oh. Our methods are regrettable, but they do not outweigh our needs, but we understand now in a way that we did not before that perhaps there is more to the situation here on this planet than we realized and perhaps diplomacy is in order. Uh, quick out of character question. Yeah. Has she noticed the hyenol on the ceiling? Oh, good question. Did you come in the room? Because it would have been tough for her not to see you coming in the door, uh, unless you like, well, you tell me. Uh, no, I like to think I'm kind of loitering in the hallway. Like I've made my way down, but I yeah, did not okay. enter the room. So I can hear okay. them as long as the door is open. I like that. Yeah. And they, they can stay, have stayed close enough to, you know, the, like the automatic door you're trying to leave the supermarket and you're waiting for somebody a little too close to the door and it just keeps opening right so yeah i think that's i think i that's fine with me okay so let me understand this you came here you didn't believe there to be a reason to care about taking what you wanted you found that we existed you continued to pillage and destroy and only now have you decided to engage in diplomacy. I wonder what caused that. You see her mouth tighten ever so slightly at pillage, uh, but she nods and says, no, I understand how it all looks, how it all is. But again, I say- direction, Because that's exactly what it is. Would you not do anything to preserve your people? Would you not do anything to save the lives of billions? If we decided to go somewhere and found that there was life, not just life, but sentient, especially life similar to ours, and you would obviously do what you've done and destroy, but wouldn't diplomacy have been the best move the moment you noticed that there was life similar to your own? We have learned from experience that opening with diplomacy is a dangerous policy to have in many parts of the galaxy. And Come as on, I sit, go ahead. I, I am one to uh, cherish life. But that we've is exactly what I mean. We've been in many situations where the paths could have gone in different ways. 
things could have turned out the way your initial diplomacy has. Yet somehow, we haven't done that. So, yes, we would do many things to save billions of lives, as you so eloquently put it. But what you've done is not something that we have done. So the idea that you present this to us here, in a building that you've ransacked, on a planet that you've tried to continuously pillage, and thanks to your correction, that is how it is. I'm confused as to why you decide when cornered that diplomacy is the proper move. Because... We didn't feel that we had a choice, and more to the point, we didn't have hope. There are those among us who think more similarly to you, that the ends do not justify the means, that we must consider the ramifications beyond our own species, beyond our mm. own planet. And then right in the middle of that sentence, he's just done with all of this and turns yeah. around and just I believe someone else should talk because I'm not in the proper place for it Captain would you uh, like to engage in whatever this diplomacy is because I I don't know if I can continue to hold my stimulant well we can we can have a conversation or and listen we're we're having a great talk you're doing that whole grandstanding villain thing down to the smirk and the schmarmy voice and i've tried to be calm about it however you are i take my friends very seriously and what you're doing is jeopardizing my friends and I'm missing a friend at the moment. And I would like to see her, or we can deal with Diplo and Messi. So incredible the way that society has formed here. I will get to my point. Your friend, your missing friend, is fine. She is safe. She is she will be fine is she your prisoner no 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 not at all then bring her out here and then we'll continue will you make me no no she nods uh and she leans down uh behind yes i lie how heavy is Major Rafia's desk? Uh, uh, quite heavy, I would imagine. Damn it! You're about I was, to go. Re- I was I either mean, gonna kick it or hit it with my staff. <laughs> I mean, she's trying to reach down and grab not... a uh, uh, grab a what? Grab a what? I will help you. I will help you. We can real housewives this. <laughs> Prostitution off. Yeah. I I think. 
I think either the flipping or the kicking or the pushing or something. Sure. While no, yeah, let's, you get, let's get Mad- let's get Major Rufia first. Okay. Before we uh, yeah, okay. okay. So she, she leans down and you can hear some of like the little like servos and gears that must be in her in the suit that she's wearing engage and she straightens up and in her arms is Major Rafia uh, unconscious uh, uh, unconscious uh, at the moment and she says she is merely powered down she is completely unharmed otherwise follow her Unfortunately, I do not have the technology or the knowledge to do so, but if you, you do... don't have the power to power her on, then how did you power her off? They never said they powered her off. Mm. Perceptive. There's also other people in this building, which is why they went down... And we're reporting to the Spectre. We know that they're not alone. There was just someone up here, assumedly waiting for us because we said we were going to Major Rafia's office. You are one of the Salansi, are you not? Yes. Incredible that we should find not only our distant, somehow lost cousins here, but entirely new evolutions of the human race. But the word human is not familiar to you all, so you just hear a name of something. How old are you? How old am I? Yes. (laughs) A delicate question. I currently am in my mid, the mid fourth decade of my life. What generation are you here? Did you know that? We do not track our generations from the creation of our species. That period in our history is far removed, though it would not surprise me to learn that, and she turns to Akemba again, that you all may track your generations. I understand it has been significantly less, significantly fewer since you arrived here. And Akemba, she's still ho- oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, Akemba, are you a Musalian? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. Ooh, see, nope. Also, how, how she say incredible? Because I don't, I didn't like that, that part, that part. Uh, gen- genuine, genuine amazement, like genuine kind of almost delighted amazement. Still didn't like that. Okay. Yeah, so Kimba is purposefully in the back because yeah. if Kimba yeah. was in the front, he would have sliced already. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They're holding Major Rafia, so he doesn't want to miss. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, our, so... our assumption here is that this is someone who is not necessarily a Musalian in the same way, but a like similar existence from the landed. Yes, I'm trying to think what Doring would know because I think the rest of the crew could put some of this together. Doring, you would know, I suppose, at the very least, right, the history of Musalians because it was the it was Musalians who first hybridized with the plants to yeah. to become Salansi, right? So I think you would at least have a vague sense of the history of the Musalians, which is that they uh, sort of appeared 
on Vitoa. I mean, many generations ago now, uh, but there was a definite like date of arrival for the Musalians, yeah. and it's a little bit shrouded in whatever. Rest of the crew, you all would remember, and Akemba, you in particular, remember finding the landed homeworld, and you in particular, Akemba, just knowing that it's where Musalians came from. So I just know that person is from where we came from? Yeah, I mean, you you know that the landed are humans from Earth, and Musalians are ultimately descended from humans from Earth, cool, cool, basically. Cool. Um, um, yeah, go ahead. No, go uh, ahead, please. Invicta. Is there a clear path between the door, should I come in, and this landed holding Major Rufia? I... Hmm. Currently, I think your friends are between you and the desk because they're keeping the door open for you. Uh, mm. But you could try and fly over them and get to the desk. It wouldn't be a, a straight line, but you could probably make it work. Okay, because I was thinking like total anime jump over Grabrafia and come back. I mean, again, I don't. I think that's possible with the wings. It uh, maybe not easy, but certainly possible. Yeah, because I'm not liking how this person is talking about us. Like, she found a new species of bug, mm -hmm. and is fascinated. <laughs> uh, I do not do not like. Uh, and I want to uh, see what she says when a giant hyena walks through the door. Uh, yeah, or, or even better, it flies through the door. Uh, yeah, so if you want to try and basically get up and over and to the desk and grab Rafia and then get back, is that the plan? Yes. All right. Um, and I'll be using Vigor because that's my best dice Okay, tool. sure. Yep, that was going to be on the list of things I offered, so that'll work. Uh, vigor and Wisdom because I'm a torch agent. I know this room. Okay, yeah, you've been in here plenty, plenty. Uh, and a utility D4. I, I don't know that you have any any gear that makes this easier. I mean, I've got my dagger. Uh, <laughs> not sure how that works in this situation, but you know, I'm open to I'm open to suggestions. I suppose. Well, unless I either challenge her for a duel or use extension of my being, that my, my goal right now is to get Rafia out of her arms. Right. Yeah. So I don't think the dagger's involved in that. So just a D4 utility. Okay. That's a lot of dice. Uh, go ahead, Sila, while uh, Invicta's rolling that up. Um, all right, everyone wants to talk about diplomacy. As a show of good faith, please hand over Major Rafia. Oh, interesting. I like it. Uh, what that is going to do is make this whole process a little bit easier for you, Invicta, because I don't think uh, she will be quick enough uh, to do that in its entirety before you fly in. So did you roll up your pool? I did, and it was like five it. successes. Holy Ooh. shit. Ah! I was going to say it was a DL3 to begin with and then lower it to two for that. So that makes yeah. this a critical success. Ooh. So you tell me, Invicta, uh, within you know within reasonable confines of your goal, uh, you tell me what happens. Um, I come in and I nudge Akemba out of the way. Okay. Just gently. I'm just like, watch me work, bro. Watch me work. Oh, God. And I just leap up because I've got those toe beans and go leap over the desk, grab Rafia, and then tumble back to my friends. 
Yeah, uh, and it's made all the easier because uh, this woman had begun to hold Rafia out a little bit, and so you just sort of snatch her from uh, from the landed's arms and head back uh, to your group. She definitely, I mean, critical success. She definitely is surprised and takes a few steps back, particularly once uh, once Rafia is out of her arms uh, and Ooh, just other it, for a moment is frozen. Yeah, go ahead. Does she think that my wings are naturally an extension and something Hyenal has? I... Because they, the way that they're draped and my coat is draped, they don't look like, they don't look like a backpack? Right, right. Um, I mean, I guess it might cross her mind. The Landed have seen Hyenal before in general, and they know they're not generally winged creatures, but in this moment of suddenly appearing, I, I would could certainly cross her mind, yeah. All right, well, I've got Rafia, so what are we doing? Yes. Oh. She's frozen for the moment, so if you all want to do anything, let we me know. just blade out. Mm -hmm. Like, blade to neck right now. The second, right. he, the second he sees the window. And Sila. Oh, I forgot. Um, can you catch? Are you oh, at, no. Who are you asking? Oh no! This little smart ass girl. Uh, <laughs> <can you> catch? <laughs> oh goodness! Yeah. Um, she says, "Catch what? These Don't hands? You dare say these hands? <laughs> it's not these hands. Good. It's like that's really good to know. And Sila is gonna throw out like." 16 of her braids, eight of oh them, God. wrap them around her neck and like pull her over. Okay. All right. Okay, Scorpion. Three successes I saw, uh, Ikemba. Are you attacking or are you getting to her with the blade? Oh, Ikemba just wanted to get up real close yeah. and put the blade to her neck. That was Yep, all. absolutely. Uh, Sila. But he wants to wait until after Sila's action. Oh, after. Okay, great. Great, great, great. So in that case, Sila, will you uh, roll up? You can make it uh, what you would normally do to attack with the braids, uh, but we'll use it to sort of grapple in this case. Um... All right, that is a six and a five on the D6. That's two. And that is a seven on the D8. That's three. And did you get your utility D4? Yeah. Hold on. Wait for it. A four, four successes. Yeah, okay. So you get her wrapped up uh, in your, uh, and tell me where they are around her. Where are they? Did you say? You, her throat. Like, her throat. Okay, great. Um, so that happens. And she sort of, I, I'm going to smack my face on this microphone, but she like gets yanked forward over the desk and sort of has to put her hands on the desk as uh, you've got her there. Ikemba is there in a flash, uh, sort of blade between the loops of the braids around her. Uh, I've got my hair. <laughs> Never. Uh, perfectly in between, right? You left just enough space. Um, and she looks uh, completely unprepared for this development. Uh, can she speak, Sila? I don't know. Try. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ooh, she's... Yep, good answer. Look, you messed with one of us. 
uh, she sort of gets her balance back and like lifts. She has to hold one hand on the desk because I, I imagine you're keeping a little bit of tension there. But she raises up uh, the other hand uh, and she says, "We will, we will make it all right." How? Will... Uh, 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 and she sort of looks oh, at a camera. Do you want me to loosen that? Do you want uh, to loose my friends from this captivity or no? It's not captivity. You have my friend over here. Power down. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. And she loosens them up a little bit. You got something smart to say? Uh, hold on a second, and I will tell you if she has something smart to say. Hey, uh, would folks do me a favor? If you are not Ikemba and Sila, would you make me uh, awareness pools? Oh, okay. Ikemba yeah. and Sila, would you... Well, you two also can make me awareness pools, Uh Ikemba, your utility die should be a D8, and Sila, yours should be a D6. Ooh, lucky um, well, I know how to reactivate Majorithia. Um, you would have a basic idea, assuming that she was sort of powered down in a relatively standard way, uh, which it does appear... Oh, hell, fire. Hang on, let me roll this pool. Okay. Okay. Ooh, I used uh, all my luck which it does pool. appear it does appear that she is. Uh, so yes, you would. Let's <laughs> I, start. I got, uh, go ahead, Invicta. I only got one success. Okay. Uh, I lie. Two. Jordan. Three. Okay. Ikemba. Two. Uh, Silent nine one nine. Two. Two. Doring, you are the only one to notice that as she is, as she, she's got one hand on the desk, she puts her hand up and then she lowers that hand and she is reaching for something under the desk. Uh, you have uh, no idea what it is. You can't see it. It might or might not be a threat, whatever, whatever, but you see her very clearly reaching for something. You can react in this moment if you choose. Um... Yeah, he'll he'll pull pistol, uh, aim it, and say, "Don't press whatever you were going to press," um, and then the cats are coming out of his shoulder and kind of just growling and hissing and trying to gesture her away from whatever she was. Yeah, uh, she freezes, uh, and she begins to pull back. Uh, and as she does, you see that in her hand, she is holding another one of those egg-shaped devices. This mm. one looks different, though. This one looks old. It's weathered and worn. But as she holds it up and slides a finger down, it activates just like all the rest. And in the middle of the office, a portal opens, and we should all roll initiative. Uh, oh. I'm going to kill her. Probably. <laughs> to you. be honest. <laughs> goodbye, goodbye. Look, I feel um, like all it can be a violent day today, so... Two, three... Sometimes it's the answer. This mm -hmm. So, Victor... 
Um, all right. So. And I, my dagger is a D6 utility? Yes. All right. Uh, what's her name? I had a name for her. That's right. Dead. That's don't worry about that. Don't, yeah, don't worry about that. Mm -hmm. Oh, this was so much better. All right. Eli, how many, how many successes did you get? Two. Two. Uh, Dotting. Two. Ikemba. Don't say two. <laughs> I will say nothing for the moment. Okay, I'm that's fine. my roll. That's fine. Are you totally dead? Still a D8, yes? Uh, yes, for this one it is. Perfect. I will just tell you now, mine is three. also a two. <laughs> Ikemba got a three. Uh, Invicta got a two. And Silo 919. I got two. Two. <laughs> okay. Um, I love it. And Sila. Okay. So, uh, this portal opens, uh, and Dikemba, you can be the first to react. How many are coming through the portal? Uh, what a good question. So a couple of things you notice as this portal opens. One uh, is that you can hear the sounds of what sound like several uh, voices behind just shouting, go, go, go. You also, though, hear a sort of... It's not a drum beat, but it feels almost like the bassiest bass of drums rhythmically begin to pulse when this portal opens. And Eli and Doring, you f hear, feel it too, but only very faintly. Uh, but Akemba, you feel it and it, it's not so much that it, uh, in fact, I don't know if, if uh, Invicta ever talked about it, but it's similar to what she felt the first time you all opened a portal. You feel drawn to this portal. Not enough that it's going to overcome your faculties. It's not charming you. It's not dominating you, whatever, right? But you definitely feel like if you had a chance, you would be very interested to check this portal out. Uh, no one, however, has come through it, at least not yet, but it is very obvious that there are people on the other side of it who are about to. Uh, Kim has still got the blade at her neck, right? Oh, yeah. Mm. We just need to bust that. Uh, Give me a reason to not kill you. Um, the hesitation he... Yeah, she doesn't have... I mean, she does second, hesitate. The second the hesitation happened, he just yeah. swipes. Yeah. Uh, roll up that pool, D8 utility, uh, and she is going to try and pull back to make it as not lethal as she can, but you got her in a bad situation. You still have the egg. Uh, oh, what do you call this, Gabe? Doring. The last time. Doring. Well, yes, Doring. But I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm I not, see. You I'm not Michael talking. Asking, Gabe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Got, it, got it, got it. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, the Doring sells the egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do I use my utility die as well as the dagger die? No, you would use the dagger die in this case. That's right. Uh, or sorry, you would use the you would make it a D8 instead of the dagger's utility die. 
You only ever get one utility die. Yeah. That works for me. Oh, this is going to be fun. Uh -huh. My thought while that's happening is, uh, can we open a portal so that the people who walk through that portal just go into <laughs> the... That's incredible. <laughs> I love everything about that. Uh, Kemba, how'd you do? How many successes? How many? Two. Two. Uh, damage on that weapon is three or four? Four. Four. Where is she? Here we go. Yeah, and we're not going to negate any of that since you have that blade at the ready. Uh, she manages to pull back so you don't, you know, decapitate her, but you do a significant amount of damage uh, that her, any armor she is wearing has no chance of, of deflecting. Uh, and she immediately sort of brings her hands up. Of course, the, uh, the braids are still there, but she immediately brings her hands up uh, to, to try and, you know, protect herself. Uh, anything else, Akemba? That was one of your actions. How is she, like, physically? Is she likely to find again, like, to come back to the battle? Um, She might. She doesn't look, though, like... I mean, she is armed, but, like, with pretty basic-looking weapons, you get the sense that she is sort of command rank and not a soldier, Also, she se. shouldn't have been here. Cool. Um, <laughs> well. <laughs> that was her bad. So, uh, yeah, Ikemba... He's still, he's weighing. Like, life mm -hmm. is logical, but mm -hmm. the idea that they came here and just the fact that she talked to him, like, we're experiments. Yeah. And he's yeah. hopped up on whatever that stimulant is. He's, <laughs> yeah, sure. He's kind of not in the position to not yeah. go a little yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he wants to use the blade, but he's, He's going against that okay. mentally. Okay. Because life is logical and he would like to get information. He okay. wants to make sure that she doesn't get up for the remainder of this battle. Uh-huh. So uh -huh. that's a one success. Okay. To just sort of uh what like uh, just as to are you trying to knock her out or are you yes. stabbing her again? Okay, trying to knock I her out. I want to knock her out. Like this is not a um where are her uh, one success. Okay, got it. Um, yeah, you, you sort of knock a little bit of the wind out of her with that one. Uh, and she does not look super thrilled. It is her turn, uh, and she is going to try at this point to get to yank free of the braids. Uh, I don't imagine it's going to go super great for her, but we shall see. Um, oops. Uh, no, she only got one success. So she tries to, uh, she tries to pull away from your braid, Sila, but you've got several of them wrapped in several different directions. And she maybe gets one of them off, uh, but she really is having a hard time getting, uh, getting fully free of that. Cause you've got a bananas number of successes for that role, like four, four, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um so, pardon me. By all means. I would like to tighten them and then I would like to flip her suplex style over my head I... as I throw my hair back into place. 
I love that. Um, yes, you'll be able to do that uh, on your turn, which can be next, because you're all piled up in phase three, so you all can decide who goes when. She does have one more action that she's going to take, however. She is going to call out... Uh, interesting. She's just talking, because she doesn't have her helmet on, so she's just talking with her mouth. Uh, and I think she calls that in a language that you all may not be super familiar with. She yells something, uh, and from the portal come some, uh, comes a bit of weapons fire. It's wild and unaimed. Uh, so we're just going to see. I don't think it can hit Ikemba, because Ikemba is next to her. So let me just see. One, two, three, four... Uh, it goes in the direction of Doring, but we are I am removing several of the dice from this pool, and Doring, you get to roll to evade. Uh, okay. So you can go ahead and roll an evasion pool there. Two, and oh yeah, this is not gonna go super great. They are firing blindly. Okay, well. It is three for me. Yeah, uh, you hear the you hear the the gunshots, uh, and ha you all sort of have a moment to react and move, and then oops, uh, and then the weapons discharge comes through the portal, but it very clearly wasn't aimed yet, uh, and completely misses you, Doring, uh, and and that is the end of her turn. So uh, the rest of you will get a chance to go in phase three. Uh, one of the people, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, would you all like to let Sila go ahead and do her thing next? Yeah, all right, Sila, go ahead and make, uh, that sounds to me like, uh, I don't know, maybe Vigor, maybe Skirmish, or rather Brawl, maybe, I don't know, you tell me. Oh, there you go. Okay, so let's go Vigor. <laughs> oh, no. I don't have brawl, but I gotta wish a bitch would. Um, <sighs> let's see. Let's go. Oh! Let me. I'll go terminal then. Okay, yeah, to, to access the braids. Yeah, because they are mechanic or. Um technological all right so there's that then the d4 and i'm gonna throw in another oh d6 for skirmish yeah that makes sense to me this feels like a skirmish thing melee melee attacks of a sort <laughs> melee to damage uh. yeah uh. All right. Smart people one right there. You better you better get a couple of successes after that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got a four on the D six. There's one. I got a six on the D eight. That's two. I got a one on the D four. That's not gonna do it. And then I got a three on the D6. Okay, so two successes. So you are successfully able to like yank her forward and uh, sort of soup behind you. Was that the idea? Woo! Yeah. Uh, she does manage to sort of like roll with it a little bit. So it doesn't harm her quite as much as one would have hoped, but you definitely managed to move her positioning uh, further away from the portal and whatever reinforcements are coming through really it. I don't want to harm her. We... I want her to feel dumb. Oh, well that she certainly does. That she certainly does. Would you also like to harm her a little? Oh yeah, that too. Okay, great. But Did we give you a damage rating for the braids? 
We may not have because this isn't. I don't have one on my. Okay, that's fine. I then it's probably three, so that's fine. Um, okay, yeah, she's she's there for sure. You do have another action, uh, Captain, if you would like to do something else. Well, if we're gonna go full wrestling, we're going full wrestling. Sure. So Sila is gonna put her hair back into place, and then she's gonna pull her elbow up. Boo! Yeah. She's gonna just drop down straight in the center. Mm-hmm. Do it. That feels like a brawl to me. A, a an unarmed combat moment. Uh, I love it. That's ah, a six. <laughs> Dude, you utility D four and whatever value you want to use. I imagine. Uh, well, I don't know. Take it's a pick. four on the D4. Damn, you have rolled more fours on that D4. That's Bro. two so far. I love it. I love it. Okay, let's see. And I'll do the D8. Okay. And shut your... It's an eight. Nice. Yeah, I mean, listen, with all of the hardness of Montsagene ceramics, just ooh, right down in our diaphragm, you just hear every molecule of air <laughs> out of her um i love it what was that three total right mm-hmm. okay yeah she's uh she's not looking super awesome at the moment uh and it is you all are piled up uh, and another one of you will get to go uh during Eli, uh invicta i i want to toss Eli the egg and uh-huh. see if I can tap her egg to see if that will close the portal at all. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you, okay. Cool. Here's what I will say, Doring. The the tossing of the egg, no problem. You yeah. all, uh, and I think we've mentioned this before, you all have never figured out how to manual, except for when you were in the control room, how to manually close the portal. They've always just closed behind you. And I don't know how well, how much you all have picked up on what causes them to start those clicking timers and then eventually close. Uh, but you've never been able to figure out how to get them to do it manually. Doesn't clicking it just make a new one? Uh, it it ha- that, that it has done, yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, he, I think Dorian's going to try to okay. sync with Eli to okay. make, like, like, he basically just points somewhere and looks to Eli, and then he's yeah. gonna try to portal there. Yes. If Eli okay. can portal there. Okay, yeah, great. The... Yeah, we'll let you both go. Uh, well, I mean, like I said, this is all phase three because y'all rolled the same number of successes. So yeah, yeah. teamwork. I love it. Uh, okay. The thing is. <laughs> I don't like that. No, not the thing. Is. No, 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 no. It's a good thing because the thing is, I don't, I don't know that this requires any roles you're just opening portals which yeah. is not which is a thing you've been doing all freaking season so i i don't think i have anything for you to roll i think hilariously you <laughs> just do it <laughs> and then I'll, I'll focus on my role of just not like like holding her hand away from it or like making her drop okay. it essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I hear that. I like that. Um, Ila, you would have another action on your turn as well. Uh, one to activate it, sure. And you can do something else if you would like. You've got a second action. Uh, Keep opening it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I do that. And this is going to be weirdly controversial. I can't and I wait. What? Yeah, because like we can't hear what she's saying, but the only way I can hear what she's saying 
is by using my ability to heal but that's oh. bad because then she's healing but then we know what she's saying so i don't know interesting if i don't know the movements i don't know what i should do here um yeah S interesting i like that i like that so i think i'm gonna do it you okay know, great they're gonna beat her down, so she just gotta get extra. I, beat I was downs, gonna say you have watched with me. Yeah, you watched in Ikemba like slice her throat. Like yeah. I, something tells me you may be good at healing, but like it's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm gonna do with my second action. So I okay. can or my yeah, second do it. Part uh, of my turn. I don't remember how that talent is phrased. Do you need to roll something for it? Like the uh so you always remedy or something? Care. Yeah, after a successful remedy roll, the lightbringer gains telepathy with the target. For the remainder so cool. of the scene, allowing to bypass previous language barriers. That's so cool. Yeah, all right. Give me a remedy roll. Pick your value. Uh, and uh, you're using the staff, so I think we gave that a D6 utility, right? Yeah, it's correct. So that plus community, which is a D8 plus... And then Invicta, it'll be your turn. Um, empathy, so I'll put two D6s on top of that. Cool. Good bad guy. Are we the good guys? Sorry, All right. Uh, three successes. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Okay, absolutely. Uh, let me just real quick. Yeah, so you uh, you see your staff channels some of the of the, the light, uh, mm. and you see her, uh, you know, a little bit of the color returned, a little bit of the color returned to her face, uh, and and uh, you you sort of begin to understand uh that you know she was yelling she was basically yelling uh you know uh, yeah come come in and defend me kind of thing yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah cool. i love that i love that uh invicta that leaves us at you can i just cut her head off and end this uh, if that is what you want to do that is certainly something you can move to accomplish with a dice pool well said um now before i cut her head off do any of us know how to use her <laughs> like her thing of a bob on her arm. I can figure it out. All right then, then uh, then <laughs> off with her head because I'm tired of her. Roll up that pool. Oh, I'm glad you asked. I already had it ready. Good. Are we the baddies? Yeah, it's our house. It don't matter. Somebody come to your house and try to take it. We technically uh, haven't seen them kill anyone. But they're the landed, and she talked about us like we were museum curiosities. Is this the British Museum? Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna let you take your turn. Mm -hmm. uh, that'd be three mm -hmm. successes. And remember, three she was found by and Silas. The, and the damage on your uh, blade? Um, it is four damage, so that is twelve. Twelve. And that is one action of two. Yes, I believe you will need to take your second oh, if you want to try wait, and finish. I need to her, add yes? a d six because I forgot oh, about yes. extension of my being. That's add right, another that's right. success, so I'm sorry. Okay, that's so another damage. four. Mm. Uh, numbers. Mm -hmm. Okay, you will still need to use your next action, but uh, yeah, she definitely is screaming a lot. Oh, good, excellent. Um, oh, and I messed up and forgot a utility dive with the last roll, so maybe I will just, it'll be a two, two slash hit. All right. Oh, it's not her lucky day. Uh-oh. Oh, but because I get the extra D6, I rolled 
six dice and I got four of six successes. Oh, wow. and 16. And three of the, the two D8s, I rolled an eight. Nice. All right. Four, 16. Uh, yeah. And you feel your blade hit the ground beneath her. Uh, and Sila, your, uh, your braid sort of uh, tip in alternate directions as, uh, as this woman is parted from her uppermost portions. Uh, next in the initiative are all the people who are coming through the portal who I'm go to feel bad for I don't who uh, come through one portal and immediately step through another and immediately begin screaming. Um, yeah, uh, for what it's worth, um, it doesn't go well for them and they're not gonna make it back into this office. Uh, and so I think we can after a, a single round, safely drop our initiative order um yeah well done um what do you then do let's talk about in the immediate moments in the immediate aftermath before we start uh sort of going on the broader scale uh what are your what is what do you do first i take off her her arm device and toss mm -hmm. it over to sila okay it's a pretty it's a pretty negligible thing for you to at least get the basic functions out of it. So what is it that you all are hoping to do with it? Um, I want all of the landed to surrender. Okay. Uh, how about the rest of you while Sila's working on Sila and Victor are working on that? Yeah, I lie. I put my hand to high five dooring for the, yeah. the portal. <laughs> Portalception. It's that moment of like not to say that I lie as a kid, uh, but it's that moment of like when you're like, yeah, sure, okay, and then like like when when a kid wants something, um, and Doring is looking around at all of this, yeah, uh, and the reaction and the distinct presence. Doring is making an exo plan for himself. Uh huh. Uh huh. Gotcha. Ikemba, how you doing? Frustrated. Yeah, she was still around after all of that. But yeah. also just watching uh, Invicta and Sila do what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No yeah. moves made as of yet. Just really just like waiting to see if another shoe's going to drop, if anybody's going to pop in here with us anytime soon and watching what they're doing. Yeah. So, Sila, you pretty quickly get at least enough functionality out of this cuff to uh, contact the other landed that are in the tower and around the tower uh, and inform them of the situation. You all are able to also uh, power up Major Rafia, uh, who is, uh, it seems she was she was at least honest about that. Uh, Rafia was powered down, but otherwise unharmed. Uh, and Rafia is able to sort of get the command structure back in place and get things moving. Uh, a lot of the landed are captured that day. Uh, a lot also managed to escape before the command structure and before an organized, uh, uh, you know, cleanup by torch agents is organized. Uh, several do manage to get into uh, into transports that take them back to their ships in orbit. Um, the egg 
that she had is recovered by you all. Uh, and so now you have three of them, uh, by, by torch, I should say. And so now you all have three. Uh, and research is done on that on that third egg. And it seems that it actually, um, there's no indications that it has spent any time on the Toa. It seems that the landed may have brought this egg with them uh, from somewhere else. But research continues on that. Uh, you all are able to get information, uh, some small bits of information from the remaining landed that you all capture. Uh, but uh, with sort of the head of the snake that, that anyway, that came down to infiltrate Torch, uh, literally cut off. Uh, there's less of that. You are able to tell that they infiltrated the, the tower by getting a single agent inside with the egg uh, and then opening that portal um, mm -hmm. to let people in, which was how they managed to sort of take out a lot of the tower's defenses so quickly from the inside. Mm -hmm. What else do you all want to deal with or know in the minutes, hours, days following this event? And then I have questions for each of your characters, but we should start here. I want to check in on Rafia. I was muted. Yeah, uh, Rafia is was fine. Like I said, she was just powered down, and she did it when uh, when her office was infiltrated with an overwhelming force of landed. Uh, she doesn't know what happened to the rest of them. Presumably, they they went on to sweep the rest of the building, but uh, a couple dozen uh, landed stormed her office, and she figured that she would best serve whatever happens next by sort of not resisting in that moment. But she is the one who did manage to send the priority one red alert. Uh, and she's, she's pretty messed up about it, to be honest, when you talk to her in the days after uh, she, in a lot of ways, feels like she failed torch in a huge way by making that decision. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Just right in the heart. Eugenio. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> You Look, and, and whether or not that's true, right? I mean, that's how she feels about it anyway. Um, yeah. Well, let me ask some of you all questions. And if you come up with things uh, that you want to know or would have done, you can let me know in between. Uh, but I'd love to I'd love to start, I think, with a Kemba, if I can. Um, sure. Last season, you all traveled to presumably the planet that you're people came from originally and that was a whole thing but now you've finally gotten to meet some of those very 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 distant cousins and realize that they are the ones who have come to your home uh and threatened your planet uh i i don't know what does akemba do with that akemba is just preparing really interesting if the the first team they sent went straight to Torch, yeah, and took it down. Essentially, there's more coming. Sure, that's just the intro. So Akemba's training. Yeah, I hear that harder than he's that. he remembers ever training before because he has the feeling that it's about to go down, and he uh, he wants to be ready for that fight yeah. to be on the front lines because when they come. He's going to be ready. 
Yeah. Yeah, and for what it's worth, Akemba, in some ways, the landed seem to have gotten the message, at least for now. Uh, they don't leave, but there are significantly fewer reports of sightings of the landed on the surface. There are certainly no more encounters with Torch agents for several months after this incident. They realize that perhaps the resistance that they face on the planet is uh, more significant. They may have underestimated you all, and so while you prepare, uh, so too do they. Doring, you were ready to get out uh, in that moment. You were reminded of the Salonsi's, part of the Salonsi's heritage in this moment, and there was a Mm -hmm. lot going on. The methods of certain, uh, you know, of torch agents are many and varied. Uh, What is, I don't know, what's Doring thinking in in sort of this aftermath about his affiliation with torch and and what's next for for them? Um, Doring starts reaching out to other torch agents they know that Mm -hmm. they feel are not more subtle but more like that are quieter in their sure sure choices and tries to create a network of his own that he's referring to as torch bearers Ah, cool. Um, okay. So still some affiliation for Torch, uh, but kind of like a network for wet work, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm glad you named it because I would have named it Spectre after all that. No. Uh, which would have been straight up lifted from another property. So yeah, yep. Torch Bears is better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. I like it. Um it can be I, about. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Torch bears and one hand. Interesting. Interesting. I like it. Um, I think you have the support of Torch. Uh, well, th- let me actually let me ask you: Is this something that the command structure is aware of? Is this officially sanctioned? Do you want this to be an officially sanctioned thing, or is this sort of your own? I think it's probably officially sanctioned. Okay. Quiet is fine. Qu- kept on the DL, yeah. Yeah, 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 sure. So that they don't think that it's a coup. Yeah, uh, sure. But acknowledging that it again, yeah, acknowledging that it exists. Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh I think for what it's worth, Major Rafia can facilitate it, but actually recommends that another commander sort of I, takes I think, point on that. I think it I think it would be another commander because yeah. during is worried that any connection to Major Rafia uh-huh. puts her in danger. Yeah. And when she was in danger last time, the party was very focused on saving her, oh, which is reasonable. Sure. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That puts sure. that above the mission, which is counter to what he would want it to be. Yeah, totally. Totally. Invicta. It was a rough and horrible few weeks of gallivanting around the universe and finally coming home to Torch being under siege. Um, You learned vague, intimated things about your parents that you did not know before. It's been a lot. Uh, What is, is, sorry, what is Invicta's sort of next 
move in the months that follow when there is a little bit of relative peace from the landed and of course the hapalocks are still sort of doing their thing but um she's looking forward to founder's day but she's going to make sure the locks in her door are better <laughs> yes yep absolutely uh just locked up tight in there so you cannot be dragged to another celebration i love it um and she's just gonna like call up her salon boo and just hang out and be like you know what i need i need a vacation yeah i need no more weird eggs no more other people she'll invite like her friends over on occasion make sure that she's sure Amber, whatever Sila would like um yeah she even invites Doring over, even though she's not 100% sure about Doring. I, uh, I, <laughs> I think at some point when, you know, you suggest a vacation and uh, Denise surprises you, I found this great resort. It's going to be exactly what you need. I don't know if you've been there before, but Mandira is beautiful this time of year. I'm start packing the minute I heard resort. <laughs> Of course, Mandira is uh, the place that you spent most of, I think, season two. Uh, and then so I like start some... packing, and I'm like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> perfect, uh, perfect. Uh, we cut over to to Silent Nine One Nine. You have had a lot of your own stuff going on this season, and I, I do apologize we didn't explore it more throughout the season. But I'm curious what happens next with Sila. Well. It's a good thing we didn't sort it out because as we leave and Sila takes this time and she goes back to her retreat mm -hmm. and she walks in and just says, I think I'm ready for the deeper healing. <laughs> and she looks over at her healer who has this slow smile that goes and creeps around her face and the sides of it turn up on her smile. And she goes, And then she closes the door and Sila goes in. Yeah. Yeah. I lie to completely flip the script uh, I mean, among other things, your child is born. You are muted, my friend. I'm super excited. for the streets. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm super, uh, you know, we're super excited. Uh, you know, me and my partners, we, we have a child. Yeah. Jabe, Jabe is their name. Uh, oh, I love that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we just we get one of those like kid uh, hiking carriers. I don't know if you've ever seen them out in the wild, but like you can kind of just like backpack a kid and like we just do some adventure stuff. But in, in the meantime, I, I still want to like figure out the egg stuff. I think it's in intriguing. So I'll probably yeah. work with Torch uh, because I'm a light bigger and we couldn't figure out which section of the universe that thing took us to. Yeah. So I kind of want to star map from what I remember. Um, and maybe we can figure out some sort of connection between where they, the, that place was in the universe and ours, because it was very, um, uh, what do you call this? Uh, aggravating to be in a place where <laughs> I did not understand and also didn't understand the things. I also, also those, those like that creature, the, the, the creatures there were very intriguing. So it kind of like, yeah, talk to some, uh, some biologists or whatever that they have at torch. Um, sure. and then 
I want to check in with my Misajai people. Yeah. Uh, that that landed lady was a little too um, weird. The vibes were were definitely off and weird. Sure. And she seemed interested in like mutations. And when that like that that like burned Eli's mm. ears, mm. so they want to or we want to um, go check in and make sure that the Misajai people weren't visited by a landed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because like that's a very the process is very ceremonial. There's so much like emotion and intensity and like community yeah. involved. Yeah. And um if like landed did appear in that area and like figured out the process or got some of the secrets somehow, some way, like that doesn't bode well. It's one of the few like you know, she spoke about evolution and stuff, and it's one of the very like one to one of like because like right, we come from um like right it's a musalian and uh whatever uh the i think, think minabai is the name of the symbiont right it's a minabai and musalian coming together and so that knowing that that's where that commander lady's head was i want to make sure that no landed was yeah yeah putting the magnifying glass on us and they they hadn't they hadn't been visited at least not yet but you certainly can prepare the community uh because <laughs> i saw that uh because your instincts feel very important and probably spot on that eventually there was a definite interest uh in the evolution of musalians and and they are the offshoots right uh mm -hmm. and so yeah so you begin to prepare your community and others in terms of the research about the egg and other things, you all are able to analyze more closely uh, the other audio records that you downloaded from that research facility. Um, there were uh, several others that were able to be decoded and, and translated, um, and I'm not, not going to read them out now, but uh, it seems that some organization, roughly translated as the Foundation, uh, was apparently extracting species from all over the potentially universe, mm -hmm. uh, but it's unclear to where and to what purpose. There's lots more research to be done there. Yeah. I also moved my family to the Misajai community like that. Oh, was... I love that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are some unsettling statements in uh, a personal log that that the researchers find among those files that you all downloaded uh that references uh the foundation deciding to um let's let me see exactly how i put it uh the foundation to extract uh a specimen species that had achieved full sentience and there are indications that that might have happened uh but the details are still sketchy it will take a lot of time to you're able to map where those stars were and find that but there's way more with every answer there is more mystery there um cool yeah yeah and so the five of you do those things. You go your separate ways. Vitoa returns to the sort of uneasy, not exactly peace, but standoff maybe, as the Hapalux and the landed orbit the planet. Uh, activity decreases once again. Preparations can be made. Your lives go on. And 
whatever happens next, whatever you all do, whatever other agents of Torch, uh, other crews, other adventurers on Vatoa decide to do, whether it involves the Hapalock or the Landed or just the mysteries of the planet and the stars beyond, uh, all of those are stories to be told uh, by others later on, because for now, I think we're all done with this season of Into the Motherlands. Thank you all so much. We are a little bit over, and I know that we did want to stay and sort of do it since we are finished, all wrapped up for this season. We wanted to sort of uh, hang out for a little bit, and, and well, I won't say what we wanted to do because I'll, I'll leave that to Tanya to, to discuss what we want to spend the next, oh, I don't know, maybe 20, 30 minutes doing. Uh, but before we do that, we should very quickly go around and let everybody know uh, who they are and where you can find them on the internet and how you can support them now that Into the Motherlands is over because everybody up here has very cool projects going on that you should check out and support. Uh, in whatever ways are possible for you. So let's go ahead and go around. Uh, we'll do the same order that we did at the top of tonight, which means we're starting with DJ. Oh, hi. It's me. I am DJ Knight. I play Kimba, Musalian Biopriest, who uh, is very serious about the Blade, apparently. Uh, much more serious than that. was before. Uh, and also, that Muay Thai life. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much DJ Knight everywhere on the internet. You're awesome. Thank you for coming back and going on to another journey with us. Uh, this season. It's been awesome, and I uh, look forward to seeing where things go, and really, I would look forward to seeing your adventures in Vitoa. Yeah. But I'm going to shut up. Appreciate you. You're awesome for being here. Gabe. Hi, Gabe Hicks, Gabe James Games uh, across the internet. Um, game stuff, cosplay stuff, voiceover stuff, that's mainly what I do, so there's I'm on a little bit of a break, which is really nice. And then we'll be kicking it back up uh, early January. But excited that everyone stuck out this long. Excited that I got to play this game with all yeah. these people. Excited that God, it always turns to be one hell of a story with this crew. Uh, and seeing season one two, through three and then being a part of four was dope. Awesome. I'm so happy to hear that. Michael. Hi, Michael Sinclair II, Michael Chris Everywhere, uh, professional TTRPG player, Magic the Gathering player, and voiceover Ooh. actor. Um, you can find me, Michael Chris Everywhere, and yeah, just echoing what everyone said, just like this crew coming back to uh, each week is just a blast and telling the stories and getting just like, you know, be our authentic selves and our characters. It's just, it's awesome. So uh, yeah. very, very awesome season and, and just very happy to also see uh, you know, echoing what DJ sings, happy to uh, hear about people's adventures in the tone. Yeah. yeah, very much so. Very much so. Uh, who's next? Uh, you know what? We're going to skip Tanya so that Tanya can talk about what we're going to do once we're done with outros. So let's hop over to Christina and then we'll come back over to Tanya. Hi, I'm Christina Ariel, K R Y S T I N A A R I E L L E. Spell it right or get the wrong person. You can find me on the internet at Christina Ariel on most things, except for. And well, nope, TikTok. That was Christina Ariel Tigner because you know somebody got my name, which is rude. Um, you know, right now, uh, yes. Oh, yesterday, uh, we dropped our elevating black voices in sci-fi panel. It is myself, Christopher Judge, who is the voice of Kratos and was also on Stargate SG One. Um, yeah. Joelle Mon Joelle Monique, who is amazing in the podcast space, and just existing as a human because <laughs> i love joel so much just a light david bianchi who's a crypto bro 
Um, and then we also have the Geek Insider. If you follow him on Instagram, he's super dope. And just oh, and MJ Slide, who is a director. It's a really great panel. We sat down, we talked, and had a really honest conversation about existing as black people in science fiction, talking about just the how hard we have to work to prove that we've earned our spot and we're not just given it. And it's a really powerful talk. I found it to be really transformative for all of us that were involved. And we end talking about joy, which I think is the most important thing. Uh, so please watch that. You still need to go watch Headless. If you haven't watched it yet, go to the Shipwreck Comedy YouTube and watch Headless because it's hilarious and I'm adorable in it. <laughs> True. So do that. You know why? Because we're friends. And I want to thank you guys for joining us on this journey into the motherlands. It's a privilege to be able to have an excuse to hang out with Tanya every week <laughs> and not be interrupting a stream because we're on a stream. And just to hang out with these beautiful humans who I love. Look, I did my hair like Gabe. That's why my hood was up. Yeah, I love that. I'm done. That's true. I love it. Uh, I am okay. I'm DM Jazzy Hens on Twitter and Twitch. Uh, you can uh, check me out on Rivals of Waterdeep. We're doing our finale on Sunday uh, with Tanya behind the DM screen. Very excited. Uh, I've got, I think, one more stream uh, tomorrow on my channel, uh, hanging out, finishing Stray, playing some other stuff. Um, and it's been a privilege to tell 42 episodes worth of stories in the Motherlands with many of you all. Uh, this season, I know, ended with a lot of mystery still dangling, but that uh, is not entirely intentional. Uh, BD Vultures and I had some conversations about some ideas for sort of deeper lore about the setting that uh, are not part of our core book, uh, but are things that he's sort of thinking about and has been thinking about that I, I wanted to try out and, and develop a little bit. So uh, it's been an exciting season. And as always, it is thrilling and hilarious and amazing to get to tell stories with you all. So thank you. Uh, I will pass it over to Tanya, who will tell us uh, all about her and then also what we're doing coming up for the next little bit. Uh, hey, I'm Tanya Seifert here. The last thing I've got this week is Rivals Waterdeep. Uh, yeah. IBM season 14. Hopefully it's been fun. It's been an adventure. And uh, we also have the homie Jasmine Bular, a.k.a. their bronze girl, joining us. I'm not yeah. telling you all who she's playing. You'll find out Sunday. But um, that and there are so many games that have dropped. I don't know when you all will see me again. Because <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3 just updated today. And The Witcher is a HD remake. And Callisto Protocol. And... A list of games that I will not finish until uh, until like <laughs> five years from now. So, <laughs> but hopefully I won't get in trouble for saying this, but Friday you should come by my channel around 4 p.m. Eastern because I'll be playing Street Fighter 6 Beta. And there might be a friends joining me and or might be uh, a lot of eyes for front page. Ooh. Also, just want to sprinkle it out there. I mean, this is your channel. So I don't think you could really get in trouble for telling people to come back to your channel. Just well, I didn't know if like Capcom <laughs> had cleared it yet. <laughs> that was that part. It's better ask forgiveness and permission anyway. That's so. right. That's fine. But yeah, and uh, uh, if a certain knight has has also gotten in this beta, you know. I mean, anything's possible. Uh, but yeah, lots of games, and also if you need anything from me that does not involve money, me either <laughs> owing you money or you owing me money, don't talk to me until January second. Um, other than coming here and hanging out. 
So, uh, but yeah, we're going to do what we've done the last few seasons, which is take a very short break so everybody can bio, stretch, get water, and do a little Q&A. Um, you can ask questions, be respectful, and we all reserve the rights to not answer your questions, especially if it's weird, because that's how people got banned at the end of season three. So... Mm. So I know uh, we've got some folks, some of our folks who've got to bounce in about 15 minutes. So if you all want to start popping questions in the chat, I will go ahead and start taking those down so we can get back from break and get right into it. Yes, yeah. so we're going to take five, come right back. And then after we're done chatting, we will um, find somebody to raid. So all BRB. Right. 